Introduction to Employee Resource Groups. Brought to you by Assemble You. It's time to work on you. So sit back and listen to practical, actionable advice to accelerate your progress. Today we'll cover what employee resource groups or ERGs are, why employee resource groups are so valuable, and offer helpful guidance on how to set up an impactful ERG. Let's start by looking at definitions. An article for McKinsey describes them as internal communities of workers with shared identities and interests. Catalyst defines them as voluntary, employee-led groups that foster a diverse, inclusive workplace aligned with organisational mission, values, goals, business practices and objectives. Other benefits include the development of future leaders, increased employee engagement and expanded marketplace reach. ERGs might also be referred to as affinity groups. They might offer support and mentoring opportunities, meet to discuss experiences, share helpful resources, actively campaign for workplace change, offer a chance to socialise and network and raise awareness of current issues and challenges. However, this is certainly not a definitive list. Sherry Action for Forbes says, Employee Resource Groups, ERGs, are a functional, strategic tool for advancing diversity initiatives, including the recruitment and retention of talent. ERGs are here to celebrate, bring together and highlight employees from all different backgrounds and engage allies in this journey. They will typically focus on women, people of colour, the LGBT plus community, disabled people, neurodiverse people, those with caring responsibilities, different religious communities and so on. For context, the first official ERG in the United States, the Xerox National Black Employees Caucus, was created in 1970 as a forum for black employees to advocate for inclusion and change within the company. Advocacy is an important word to note here. An important role of ERGs is to support members in recommending new ideas and providing suggestions for strengthening organisational policies. They foster a sense of inclusion and fairness. It's crucial to remember that the role of ERGs is not to deliver diversity, equity and inclusion strategy. ERGs are distinct from a DEI team. ERGs might be consulted as part of policymaking. They might have some input in creating more inclusive processes, but they are certainly not solely responsible for implementing DEI policy. Members of ERGs do not need any professional background in DEI. A company's DEI provision shouldn't rely on the work of ERG members. In relation to this point, it's important to examine past and present attitudes towards ERGs. At the Chartered Institute of Personnel and Development states, organisations shouldn't leave it to the ERG to define or justify its value at or existence. Historically, organisations have required networks already made up of underrepresented, non-majority, marginalised groups, individuals and cultures to justify their existence or prove why there should be any investment made in them. This, in reality, is a form of microaggression. The executive leadership team, HR and IND 
should already be able to proactively recognise the value of diversity and inclusion and, therefore, place the Black and Ethnic Minority ERG on a solid business platform. Perhaps your first reaction is to think ERGs aren't a valuable part of the workplace or your instinct is there's not a valid business case for them. But by doing so, you could be implicitly undermining the experiences of already marginalised groups. Let's take a look at why they're so important. ERGs play a crucial role in encouraging cultural change and can help foster a safe and accessible working environment. They can encourage a sense of belonging that might not come about without a particular effort being made by colleagues. ERGs can be an essential part of employees having their voices heard. They can help build connections between colleagues and create a safe space for experiences to be shared. People who may have experienced similar challenges can have time to articulate and process what they have been subject to. Remember, too, that individuals from typical marginalised groups will have inevitably experienced being silenced, belittled and sidelined. They've most likely been in many uncomfortable situations where their voice hasn't been appreciated or their safety has been compromised. It's far from easy to speak up when historically your voice and the voices of those who have come before you have been dismissed or actively ridiculed. The CIPD speaks about psychological safety, which is the belief that one can speak up without risk of punishment or humiliation. It examines the importance of individuals being able to express themselves confidently, knowing they'll be heard and respected. When this exists, a business can thrive. New strategies can be developed on the basis of honest, rich, constructive feedback. If someone feels safe to talk openly, they'll feel safe to provide detailed feedback. This form of engagement might fill gaps in your organisation that you didn't know existed. By actively supporting ERGs, your organisation is committing to listening and dedicating time to promoting real progress. In doing so, you're indicating that you appreciate your employees and the complexities of their experiences. You're demonstrating you recognise the true value of diversity. Financial backing is a must. The CIPD recommends you factor into budget allocation the costs of external speakers, development programmes and modules and learning sessions. ERGs add value, improve performance and promote productivity. An ERG isn't a charitable enterprise or an unpaid hobby for colleagues. An ERG might start out as a grassroots endeavour, but it doesn't have to remain that way. It shouldn't be seen as a voluntary role and the contributions of members should be valued as part of their usual working hours. As the CIPD states, in determining time allocation for ERG members, practically consider what the business can accommodate. For example, this could be from around two hours to half a day per month. Bear in mind, this may be higher. For example, around one day a month in the early phases of setup. Make sure you agree this as a formal part of the individual member's tasks, targets or performance objectives and gain agreement 
from the department they're in. Leading or participating in an ERG shouldn't be a burden. Senior management also shouldn't rely on ERG members to be permanently available to answer DEI queries or carry out uncompensated work. Recognize membership of an ERG as being a role in and of itself. So we've seen why ERGs are so valuable and McKinsey Research shows that employees who rated their ERG effective or very effective were much more likely to say they feel included than employees who rated their ERGs ineffective or very ineffective. Now let's look at exactly how to make an ERG as impactful as possible. It's important to keep the intentions and objectives of the ERG in mind. As an article from McKinsey highlights, this means ensuring clear communication about the ERG's purpose and goals, aligning each ERG's activities with a corporate DEI strategy, and lending sufficient organizational support to ERG leaders. Embed ERGs into the company's infrastructure and have a clear focus. One of Sheree Atchison's top tips is to communicate clearly about what's expected and why the groups exist. Defining the group's purpose is crucial. Have a clear channel of communication between DEI teams and ERGs, so there's an obvious strategy, and the two are united but not duplicating activities. Create a pathway between senior leadership and ERGs. Provide leadership support fairly between groups and create an official platform to listen to contributions from ERGs. Create a clear mission statement. Decide who is responsible for certain objectives. Decide how to measure impact and gain rich feedback at the end of a set period. Keep ERGs dynamic by adjusting goals depending on how well previous initiatives worked. Sheree Atchison advocates having a transparent application process where people can either nominate themselves or others to lead an ERG. Nominating others is a great way to include people who might not otherwise confidently step forwards. Perhaps ask people to outline why they want to be involved and what they hope to get out of the experience. This should not be used as a means to exclude people, but to ensure a base level of commitment and interest from members. Encourage individuals, if safe to do so, to share different aspects of their identity, to ensure a wide range of experiences, characteristics and backgrounds are included. For example, make sure a race-focused ERG includes women, people with disabilities, people of different ages and LGBTQ members. Make clear to potential leaders how much time is required and what their responsibilities are. Make sure their managers are in the loop about this, now being part of their role, and gauge how exactly they will be supported with this. Some companies remunerate colleagues for leading ERGs. In terms of general participation, remember that ERGs are open to everyone. As Rebecca Bastian for Forbes highlights, effective ERGs provide opportunities for allies to get involved, build community, and learn about how to support the group. Anyone can be an ally, regardless of their identity, and the focus on intersectionality can result in many employees being members of multiple groups. 
One of the greatest benefits of ERGs is bringing people together. This could be in a remote sense, as they have the power to connect people between offices, buildings and even nations. If people are working from home but connected within an ERG, when in-person meetings take place, there will already be familiar faces. It also means people connect across departments as well as geographical locations. Ask members how, when and where meetings are most effective. Consult the group about what they wish to get out of participating and how they operate more effectively. ERGs are run by team members for team members, so ensure groups have autonomy over their own activities. So we've looked at what ERGs are, how crucial they are for inclusive and prosperous workplaces, and how organisations can foster impactful ERGs. This week, why not familiarise yourself with your own workplace ERGs? Perhaps you've previously been hesitant to get involved, or if they don't exist yet, put some time aside to list what your organisation might benefit from. Speak to colleagues about ERGs to get a snapshot of how they feel and whether they'd want to get involved. That's all for today. Have a productive week.